Hello, and welcome to Theology with an English Accent. My name is David, I am the author of RestlessPilgrim.net, um, and today I'd like to begin our study of Philippians. But today we're not actually going to get into the text itself. Because before we read any book of the Bible, I mean, before we read any document at all, it's really helpful to ask some basic questions. What kind of document are we reading? Is it poetry? Is it prose? Who wrote it? What were the circumstances of them writing it? Where were they? When did they write it? To whom did they write it? And lastly, why did they write it? So these are the questions that we're going to be looking at today. So what kind of document is Philippians? Well, it was a letter. So who wrote it? Well, the author identifies himself several times as Paul. Now, this is the Pharisee Saul, the, the man who originally persecuted the church, but on the road to Damascus encountered Christ, had a massive conversion experience, and later became one of the greatest evangelists and preachers of the church. And this is confirmed both by internal evidence in the letter, um, as well as external testimony. The early church fathers are unanimous in saying that the author of this letter is St. Paul. So St. Paul is the author, uh, but he also says that Timothy is with him. Now, Timothy was uh, a young man that Paul met on his second missionary journey. And Paul basically took Timothy under his wing. Timothy became his protege, and uh, Paul described himself as his spiritual father. And he nurtured him uh, for spiritual ministry. Um, so Paul is the author, although it was probably dictated to a scribe, as was common back then. So, it's a letter. It's written by Paul. Where was he when he was writing it? Well, in the letter, he says that he is in captivity. Now, you might think that that makes it easy to work out where Paul was. The trouble is, if you've ever read Acts of the Apostles, you'll know that Paul was arrested and imprisoned an awful lot. The primary candidates are Corinth, Caesarea, Ephesus, and Rome. The last two are the more popular, uh, but I think most scholars uh, would choose Rome as the place of authorship, and that makes most sense to me. And as we read the letter, we'll see why. Now, Paul actually had two imprisonments in Rome. Uh, the first one we read about at the end of the Acts of the Apostles. Paul is under house arrest. Uh, for two years under guard. Um, he was then later released and he was then uh, did some more traveling and when he returned to Rome um, he was then imprisoned in the Mamertine dungeon and after that he was martyred. He had his head cut off. Now most scholars would agree that the last, uh, the second imprisonment is very unlikely to be the place of authorship. So pretty much everyone agrees that if he wrote it in Rome, it was during his first imprisonment. So it's a letter from St. Paul and Timothy, uh, and it was written in Rome. So when was it written? Well, the time that we choose for authorship very much depends on when, where we think it was written. So if it is in Rome, and if it is the imprisonment that we think it is, Paul was imprisoned uh, for between about AD 60 and 62. 
And in the letter, he indicates that he thinks that his, uh, his imprisonment is going to be coming to a close uh, uh, fairly soon. And if that's the case, if Paul was right, then we would place this letter around AD 61, AD 62. So, it's a letter from Paul and Timothy from Rome in about AD 61, 62. So to whom was he writing? Well, it's called Philippians, so he was writing to the Philippians. I can't tell you the number of times I've been at Mass and I've heard a lector tell us that they're about to read us a letter from St. Paul to the Philippines. No, the Philippians and the Philippines are two very different things. Uh, the Philippians lived in Philippi. Uh, today that's northern Greece. Um, it was in a very important city. It was founded by Alexander the Great's father, King Philip. Um, and it was important because of its location. It was at the gateway between Europe and Asia. And therefore, it had military significance, but also it was a very important trade route. Now, Philippi was also important for another reason. It was a Roman colony. It was established as one in the first century BC. Now, a Roman colony was like a Rome away from Rome. Much in the same way, although I live in the United States, you know, where I live, it's, it's kind of like an England away from England, you know. Tea time is mandatory. Um, I refuse to call it soccer. I call it football. It's a proper name. And the same is true for the Philippians. They were Romans away from Rome. They adopted Roman dress, Roman terminology, um... They were a Rome away from Rome, and they were fiercely proud of their Roman identity, much in the same way that when most people go abroad, they become very patriotic. Um, and Philippi was, this was nurtured because what would very often happen when a soldier completed his military service, he would be given Roman citizenship and a parcel of land in a place like Philippi. And we know that the empire would send you know, 300 soldiers and their families, once they had completed their service, they would send them to places like Philippi. Uh, and this gave them very loyal subjects at these far-flung locations. And we're going to see that this, 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 is a, this is important to understand when reading this letter. So, it was a letter written by St. Paul and Timothy from Rome in about AD 61-62, and it was written to Philippi. Now specifically, it was written to the Christians at Philippi. Because Paul had founded a church there on his second missionary journey. And uh, the account, we, re we read about it in Acts 16. And it's very interesting because you get to see the breadth of people that Paul met. I mean, firstly, it's important to notice that Philippi was predominantly Gentile. They didn't have a synagogue. So... Uh, which is why they met at the water to pray. Um, but Paul meets three people. He meets Lydia. She, we're told that she is a, um, she's a, a dealer in purple goods. Now, this is kind of like the Armani of the first century. Uh, they're very expensive um, and um, luxury items, which suggests that Lydia herself was probably very rich. 
Um, at the other end of the scale, we have this slave girl, who, nobody important, we don't find out her name. Um, I mean, she was regarded as somebody's property. And then we also find the Philippian jailer, who's somewhere between the two. Um, so maybe middle class. Um, but we get to see that, like, the breadth of people that Paul meets, and also how the gospel reached out to both the rich and the poor, to men and women, to a slave and free, as Paul would later write. Um, when he founded the church at Philippi, uh, Paul endured a lot of persecution and uh, was imprisoned, beaten. Um, and we're going to find out that this is also an important backdrop to this letter. So, it was written by Paul and Timothy. Um, it's a letter uh, from Rome in about AD 61-62 to the Christians at Philippi. Now, why did he write it? Um, Paul wrote Philippians primarily as a thank you letter. Uh, the Philippians had sent Paul a gift, probably money, uh, to support him during his imprisonment. And they sent it at the hands of one of their own members, a man by the name of Epaphroditus. Or Epaphroditus. Um, and Paul is writing a letter back to them, thanking them for their gift, and sending them uh, Epaphroditus back with the letter. Um, on the occasion of this letter, he also exhorts them to a, a few other things. He exhorts them to humility, he exhorts them to unity, um, and to stand fast against the persecution which they themselves uh, have been uh, enduring. So, it's a letter from St. Paul and Timothy, uh, from Rome, AD 60-61, to the church at Philippi. And it's written as a thank you note for uh, their money uh, to send back to them one of their own members who had been looking after Paul, um, and also to exhort them to humility, unity, and steadfastness in the face of persecution. So those are our questions answered. Next time we'll actually dig into the text itself. Uh, but I'd like to leave you with two things. Um, I'd like to leave you with a challenge, homework if you will. Um, I invite you to read the account of the founding of the Church of Philippi, just so you have a better background um, before we actually dig into the text itself. You can find it in Acts 16. I suggest that you read the whole chapter. Finally, I'd like to leave you with something to chew on. I said at the beginning that Timothy was with Paul in his imprisonment, and that Timothy was Paul's protege. And I just invite you to consider for a moment, who are your Pauls? Who are the people that you go to for advice? Who are the people who nurture you in your faith? Who are the people that you look up to? Who are the people that encourage you? Uh, to grow into all that God is calling you to be. And I'd also like to invite you to consider who are your Timothys? Who are the people who come to you for that? Who are the people that you encourage, that you nurture, that you guide, that you give counsel to? Because I think we need both. We need, we need, we need mentors who can help us grow, and we need to then pour our lives back out into somebody else. So, there's a couple of things uh, for you to chew on. Uh, and our next video will be Sunday, 
and we will then actually begin looking at the text of Philippians. So, until then, in the words of Venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen, God love you.